Hello! Welcome to episode number 15 of Self-Improvement and Spirituality in Practice, Blooming with Gracie Hu. Today I'm going to talk about when you are not yourself. Yes, this has to do with self-possession. Do you think you are always being yourself? You are always in charge of yourself, knowing what you are doing? And uh, do you think that you really know yourself? Well, sometimes you may let you be influenced by other things, external factors, and you just don't realize you're not really being yourself unless you stop and think, oh, wait, this is not me. I'm not like this. What's going on? <laughs> When you don't recognize yourself. Yes, this is another episode to make you think because my podcast is not superficial. Gracie here. I've been a therapist for 18 years, an astrologer and an independent spiritualist from Brazil. I became my own guru and a reality changer. And I help people motivated by self-improvement to become their own gurus too, with a lot of self-possession. Uh, so they can transform their reality consciously. And how? Using their hidden inner powers, those forces and intelligences in their unconscious. Because I don't know if you were aware of this, but the cause of everything in your life is within you. And to change the effects, you need to work on the cause. So, If you want to understand certain situations in your life and change your reality for the better, stay here and let's have a conversation. I made a post on Instagram why I don't give tips on how to deal with anxiety, for example. You know those kind of posts, psychological posts, teaching people, giving tips on how to deal with anger and anxiety and panic and fear and all those stuff. My explanation is very simple because not everything you feel is really yours. Wow, that can be very surprising to you. But uh, if you don't know me already, I am a therapist and um, an independent spiritualist from Brazil. And here in Brazil, we have a different approach about spirituality because we deal with the invisible energy. <laughs> This is very common here. And uh, basically, there are two types of people in this world, incarnated and disincarnated. And it doesn't matter if you, what are your beliefs about what happens when the, someone leaves their physical body and uh, if there's another reality, another world on the other side. And because it is not because you don't believe or you deny something that it doesn't exist. For example, there are still people who really believe that the earth is flat, not round. 
and that doesn't change the reality <laughs> right you can believe in whatever you want this is not a matter of belief or not you know uh, but uh, for me it's just a reality when we leave our physical body our consciousness remains in a spiritual form anyway and uh, so basically there are two types of people they're all human beings right just incarnated within a physical body or disincarnated without a physical body and uh, we are basically talking about people human beings so the average level of consciousness is not so good it's not so high you can consider that the average is low so and uh, if someone was a troublemaker here of course they will be a troublemaker on the other side or even worse right so all the defects all the the weak weaknesses will keep the same and maybe stronger and uh, so whatever and uh, when we are talking about human beings we are like these electromagnetic machines we are not only able to emanate vibrations energy but also to capture what is around us and can you tell where your consciousness ends and the collective unconscious begins because we are all in the middle of the collective unconscious the sum of everybody's thoughts and feelings in the whole world the whole planet in here of course i'm considering the sum of thoughts and feelings of every people incarnated or disincarnated so it's um, very likely that you capture other people's thoughts and feelings and sensations and uh, that's uh, the subject of this episode because how can you know if what you're feeling is really yours or not well if you are not aware of this other reality the invisible factors that can affect you then of course you will think that what you feel in your physical body is yours right and when you think this way you end up incorporating and prolonging the sensation because you just assume it's yours and uh, you have to deal with it you don't even consider that it came from an external source but my role here is to shed some light into your consciousness so you can be aware of another possibility for example at this point of your life i think you already know a bit about yourself in terms of self-knowledge right because it's been so many years decades inside of you of this body so maybe you are not into self-knowledge and self-improvement and if not i don't even know what you are doing here in my podcast but anyway <laughs> you must know yourself so far right your weaknesses your strong points you have an idea 
of how patient you are in certain situations with a specific kind of person and um, the amount of patience you have. For example, let's consider that you are like a very calm person, very patient. And at some point, suddenly you start to become impatient, like irritated with small things and uh, maybe angry. If you are aware of the subject I'm approaching today, maybe you can be conscious enough to stop and pay attention to yourself. Oh, I am normally, because we have our ups and downs, of course, but normally I'm not like this. I am not recognizing myself what's going on with me. And it doesn't matter if you had like an external thing to provoke that state in you. Actually, it's not that other people and other things, situations affect us. You gotta be self-responsible, right? So other people and things and situations only have the power you give them. So basically, you allow them to affect you and leave you in an unbalanced state, right? Or if you have someone very close who knows you good enough, they can warn you what's going on with you. You are not being yourself lately and uh, I'm not recognizing you. And then you can realize, oh, yeah, you are right. You know, I'm not like this. I'm, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm usually very different. I don't have this kind of behavior or reaction. And here is important to say that I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, in terms of the spirituality, there's a war going on on the other side between the forces of the light and the forces that are contrary to evolution. So anyway, this is a very complex issue, but... Um, the thing is, also because of this pandemic, people are just going crazy. You know, they are getting worse and worse because of the economic crisis and the lack of money, lack of a job, because of the quarantine. And uh, we can see an increasing in the case related to depression um, anxiety and panic attacks also, which is the highest level of anxiety. And so mental health issues are very important right now because we can see a lot of people really going through this mental health issues. So imagine so many people in the whole planet suffering in an emotional and uh, mental way. And uh, so all the this energy around us, especially if you live in a big city, of course, if you don't pay attention and if you don't defend yourself, having enough knowledge about energy, you will suffer some impact on yourself. So basically, if you find yourself suddenly more irritated or sadder or, um, you know, not being the regular you. And of course, you can be affected in a positive way, feeling better, 
uh, but most of the time, well, actually here I'm talking about being affected in a bad way, right? Uh, feeling bad. So, you know yourself, right? At some level, at least, you have some degree of self-knowledge. And uh, everything that happens out of nowhere, out of nothing, then it's a sign for you to pay attention. For example, you wake up feeling good, right? And confident and, um, you know, willing to do a lot of things, be productive. And then suddenly you felt like not so good anymore, not willing to do those things, those tasks, and uh, maybe feeling sad or depressed or having fears or whatever. You are not in your best, but you were good. It was really sudden. And especially if you were in contact with someone and it doesn't matter if it was in person or not because energy has no distance. So it can be like you were good, but then you talk to someone or you saw something on the internet, uh, on the news, you heard something and you suddenly became worse. Then you can pay attention. Oh, maybe this is not yours. Because when the process is really yours, you have thoughts that will lead you to that state. Like you start to remember things from your past and uh, maybe a good moment you had before and you don't have it, that same situation anymore and you become to feel sad. Or maybe it was a, a bad situation in your past and you get so attached to it then you, you go back to that same bad state, inner state, right? So in this case, you can identify the whole process in your thinking because every emotion comes with a thought and uh, you can really see yourself in charge of this inner process, right? But if you are not producing this in yourself with your mind and out of nowhere you start to feel bad, then it doesn't matter if you really have contact with someone or a bad news or whatever. Everything that is suddenly, be careful. Just pay attention and have this way of thinking. Maybe this is not mine. Maybe I got this from someone or somewhere. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter really. So the first step is to be really aware of what's going on inside of you. If it, the bad sensations that you have were caused by your own thoughts or not. And especially if you are not recognizing yourself. It can be something that, it, that just happened like um, five minutes ago or that it is happening for a while already. Like a continuous process of not being so good anymore. So, how can you know if what you feel is really yours or not? Well, I'll teach you here a practice, an exercise that I do with myself and with my clients. It's something that I learned from the higher spirituality. And uh, this is very simple. 
first I have to explain that you have an instinctive intelligence inside of you in your unconscious which is responsible for the integrity of your body, your immune system, and even your defense in general in terms of energy. So this force, this intelligence in your unconscious, I call it inner animal or power animal, whatever, or just animal. Any issue, any problem you have with your physical body, and it doesn't matter if it is just a light discomfort or a serious disease, any imbalance or discomfort in your physical body means that you are in conflict with that unconscious intelligence within you. So to reestablish the balance, you need to get in contact with that force and kind of make peace with it but um, it's a bit more complex with that but uh, that's something that I do in my work and uh, each case is in a a specific case so here this is not the point here but anyway the thing is this intelligent force why do I call it animal because it's very instinctive so basically it does what to taught it to do or what to use it to do. That's why it's so important to be aware of it and have a good contact, a good relationship with your inner animal so you can make it work for you. Just for you to understand better how this force works. When you go to sleep, when your physical body is resting and your rational mind is off, this intelligence is very instinctive, keeps your body running and functioning, right? You don't have to worry while your rational mind is sleeping. So this intelligence works 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and uh, it's very autonomous and another thing since we are really in the middle of the collective unconscious we are like radios if you tune yourself in a specific frequency with your thoughts or with your feelings then you will relate to that frequency many other people around the world in the planet it doesn't matter if they are incarnated or disincarnated every person in the same frequency that you tune it in will be connected to you or you'll be connected with the, those people so it's basically like you are a drop in the ocean and the more you stay in that state of mind or state of um, emotion the bigger the impact of that like collective wave will be on you and the harder will be for you to get out of it and that's why it's so difficult it's so hard for some people to get rid of a specific addiction because they are really like a drop in an entire ocean especially if they don't have a strong will, if they are more passive. And this is something interesting to point. Why do you like copy someone else's energy or state? 
because if you have someone that is more magnetic than you and uh, yeah and you feel like not exactly passive about someone but if you are open to what they have to say and what they have to give you are open so if their magnetism is very strong then it's likely that you will cop their energy at that moment then you will accept it more easily what they are giving in terms of, of thoughts of but, but especially energy so if you are in contact with someone very magnetic with a very strong charisma that person you know emanates good feelings and and joy and confidence then of of course you will be influenced in a good way but if that person is you know like angry or anxious or just very negative then the impression that you have will be worse right unless you have enough knowledge to shield yourself you know to not be so affected by their magnetism and that's why i said that not everything that you feel is really yours it may be from someone someone else incarnated or disincarnated and uh, the thing with disincarnated people is that we cannot see them right to really perceive their influence but uh, there is this law in the universe which is like attracts like based on energy and also if the door is not open it does not enter so somehow because of your invigilance you let your own door open like not really watching your thoughts or your feelings and maybe you tune yourself in a negative wave for example and then your own door was open to negative things and the same frequency so basically it doesn't matter if what you're feeling comes from someone with a physical body even distant from you geographically or if it comes from a disincarnated person it really doesn't matter but the thing is for you to know yourself enough to recognize to, to be able to stop and recognize oh i was good before and i'm not being myself right now i don't recognize myself i'm worse than i used to be so this is the first thing and then what can you do how can you know if what you feel is really yours if this like you start to become anxious at some point or angry or irritated with small things or even physical pain many times it's not really physical because bad energy has a weight and uh, you can try to take medicine to take painkillers for example you can try acupuncture or whatever if the pain is still there and nothing you try to do to get rid of it maybe this is just an, a suggestion for you maybe you should consider that the cause is not physical the cause is energetic 
because I had cases of clients with chronic back pain and uh, talking to them because I, I trained my sensibility to identify the cause of any situation. So I could identify that the cause wasn't really uh, physical, that it was their inner attitude of taking responsibility for other people who were not really their responsibility. You know that attitude of carrying a burden uh, heavier than you need to carry? Something like that. So in terms of energy, an inner work directed with the cause can change the effect. And in just one single session, I had clients getting rid of those chronic back pain because I went to the cause uh, with the help of their inner animal in their unconscious. So how can you know if what you feel is really yours? Here's the technique you can try. And the result will depend on the kind of relationship that you have with your inner force, okay? So, what you can do first, close your eyes so you won't have visual distractions. Put your hands on your knees or on your belly just to feel better your own body because this intelligence is in your physical body. And when you lose your physical body, when your body dies, this intelligence will remain with you in your conscious. But uh, right now, do this. Put your, close your eyes, put your hands on your knees or on your belly to really feel your body, be in contact with it. What I usually do, because this intelligence is very instinctive, and that's why I call it animal, and it, it is like a pet. So I usually ask in a session with a client and I don't need them to be in front of me personally. And I don't even need them to be in a camera because energy has no distance. So I expand my own magnetism and I like awake their inner forces. I always ask my clients tell me the first thing that comes up to your mind don't even think about it and my question is if you were an animal what animal would you be and it doesn't matter the form is the form it will be just an image that your unconscious will take to talk to you in your mind and it will take the form of an animal necessary to deal with that kind of energy, to do that work that I'm going to do with my client. So if you were an animal or you can ask your body, well, show me in my mind, ask your inner animal. I want to see you. I want to talk to you. So show yourself to me in my mind. And if you are in a good contact, in a good relationship with your inner forces, then you see an image. Don't, don't question, don't judge. The form okay and then you or if you don't see any animal you can just you know pay attention to your body ask your body who am i in contact with this sensation in me or this it may be a behavior like being very irritated the question is whose is this in me and wait for the answer in your mind because you are considering that the bad sensation is not yours, right? And so ask your body, whose is this in me? Where did 
this came from. It can be from a place, but uh, usually is from another person. It, and it doesn't matter if it is some someone incarnated or disincarnated. If you have a good contact with your unconscious force, then you will see an image in your mind and you can ask your body, produce a sensation in me that I could not make it consciously and your body can make you feel a shiver, for example, in a specific part of it. It doesn't matter. So yeah, you can ask your body, make it clear, that image, make it clear. Who is this in me? And uh, if it is someone that you know, an incarnated person, then you feel that image in your mind. You can ask it or make it clear. Or if you see just a shadow, it means it is from someone disincarnated. Anyway, so the next step, you ask your inner animal or just your body, send this back to them. Actually, when you think whose that sensation is, you will feel it stronger in your body, like a pressure on your neck, for example, the, the back part of your neck, on your shoulders, on your stomach. It doesn't matter. You feel a stronger sensation. And um, that is the proof that you are connected energetically with that person. And then... What do you do? You ask your inner animal or your body, that intelligence in your body, to send that back to that person. But really ordering your force. I don't want this with me because this doesn't belong to me. So send it back to that person right now. And pay attention to your body. The sensations that you have with this process, you can even see in your mind with your eyes closed your animal all the energy going out of your body and even your animal going to that person and delivering everything those bad things that bad sensations bad energy to them and after that when you feel that the process is finished then it's time for you to order to demand your animal or your body that intelligence in your body to bring back what is yours that was with that person. Bring it to me because it's mine and I want it with me. It belongs to me. I don't want my things to be with someone else. And pay attention to your physical body, the sensations that you have. I never had a case when I did this practice with a client, it doesn't matter if in the long-term therapy process or in single sessions, because I do single sessions to deal with specific cases. Every time I did, and I've been a therapist using these techniques for 18 years already, techniques I learned from the higher spirituality. So every time I did this work using these techniques, I got a positive result because I expand my magnetism and I, you know, I awake my clients in their forces. So even if the person never heard about this, this technique and have no idea how to do it, I lead the process. So every time at the end of the session, 
the person can feel during the session the person can feel heavy and bad energy and sensations going out of their body in some cases the, the person can really see things like you know represented by symbols in their minds because our rational mind needs figures needs symbols images to deal with our rational mind doesn't deal well with the abstract so at the end of the session the person can really feel the difference in their physical body you cannot say it was something in your imagination only because you can really feel something a difference in your physical body you can feel the relief you can feel you can see and feel what your animal is bringing back to you it's the result is just amazing oh imagine if you had like a, a chronic back pain and in 15 20 minutes you just don't feel anything anymore <laughs> and the, I don't use hypnosis the person doesn't need to take any pills it's not me suggesting how they should feel they really feel something going on in their physical body so if you feel a difference if you feel better after this exercise after this practice then that's the proof that you, what was causing you a bad sensation was not really yours because you sent it back to the real source of it right because if it was really yours it would remain in your body right so that's the the proof that what you were feeling was not really yours <laughs> so again let's recap first all that is suddenly pay attention and especially if you were feeling good and um, something happened or um, nothing happened <laughs> you, you didn't got, got in contact with anyone you didn't hear or see something bad in the news for example and uh, you just started to feel depressed with low energy and pessimist without your joy of living and even worse if it is a process that starts and is still going on so if you see yourself differently if you don't recognize the best version of you that you were once then you start to pay attention to this oh i don't recognize myself i am not this irritated I am not an impatient person um, in general. That's not my regular behavior, right? So then you do this exercise with your body, your inner animal, that intelligence, powerful intelligence in your unconscious to see maybe you have been in this negative state for so long that it will be harder for you to get rid of it and in this case you will need help and I can help but uh, this is just an episode to shed some light into your consciousness about invisible factors that can really affect you and your mood well the way you are the, the way you behave the way you feel right so if you tried to do this exercise and it worked for you uh, please let me know I would love to hear from you 
and if and if you could perform it if you could you know uh, have a contact with your inner force you can contact me also and we can talk more about this and uh, just dm me on instagram okay my account is at gracie who g-r-e-i-c-y-h-o-o dm me whatever the result you have with this exercise and if you couldn't have a good contact with your inner force I can teach you how to do that because when I guide a client through this process, of course, I'm teaching them how to be independent later so they can learn how to, once I access their inner force, once in their unconscious, then it's like the door is open. It will be easier for them to reach their unconscious. So it's just a matter of practice later and, you know, practice leads to perfection. The more you practice the contact with your unconscious intelligence, the more you create a good relationship with it, the better the results you have. You can really make them work for you. And that's something that I, one of the many things that I teach my clients to do. So just DM me and um, no matter the result you got and especially if you it was hard for you to feel anything it means that oh i couldn't even see my inner animal or he showed up to me and he was angry that's a bad sign that you may probably you are very rational you are very logical you don't pay attention to your inner forces and uh, to your own body you are likely a person with just a head and a body that uh, accompanies the head. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, we can work on it <laughs> because it's, it's crucial to have a good relationship with your unconscious forces, really, because they uh, not only attract the people and situations to your life, but they really create your reality. So DM me and we can talk more about this. I hope this episode was helpful somehow. Stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.